This Health Ranger Report pandemic podcast is brought to you by naturalnews.com for uncensored reporting and healthrangerstore.com for lab-tested preparedness supplies such as storable food, full-face medical masks, biostructured silver first aid gel, and iodine only while supplies last. It is March 7th. Mike Adams here with a pandemic.news update. I was working on a story this morning with the title of uh, U.S. hospital beds will be overrun by mid-May due to coronavirus, and I would be linking to my numbers from the pandemic projection model that I put out there. And then imagine my surprise, I go to check Zero Hedge this morning, and there's a story on Zero Hedge that says uh, hospital beds are going to be overrun by May 8th. <laughs> so uh, a lot of us are starting to think along the same lines here. That article was citing a person who was tweeting, I guess a, a scientist who was tweeting the sort of obvious effects from the exponential growth of this. And that person was doing some very basic kind of, you know, back of the napkin type of math that showed, yeah, hospital beds are going to be overrun in May. Now, I I don't know if that person is what maybe saw my original uh, story and the pandemic projection model that I've put out there, which really revealed 2.16 million deaths by July 4th, if we don't change course on this very quickly. Maybe he saw that, maybe he didn't, but it doesn't matter. I mean, a lot of us are starting to think exponentially about this and and put out models and projections and really explore what's going to happen in society. Now, that person, whoever did that, who was tweeting that out, and of course I'm banned on Twitter, even though I'm arguably the most accurate journalist on, on this coronavirus right now. I've been super accurate from day one with the predictions of how this would spread and what the numbers would look like and so on. But, but that person was saying the hospital beds are overrun by May 8th. Uh, the model that I have, which I'm just calling the Adams model for short shorthand, uh, my model predicts that that won't happen until mid to late May. Uh, but we both agree that it's in May. So we'll just kind of see where the numbers go on this. It's it's very clear that at some point the hospitals will be totally overrun. So he's right about that. And I'm, I am going to go ahead and write my story on this as well, uh, citing citing the numbers from my projection model. But here's what what's critical to understand. As these numbers start to get large in terms of infections, remember that even Dr. Fauci of the NIH said that 15 to 20% of the American people will require hospitalization or of the infected people. So, you know, you get to, let's say a million infected people, which doesn't take long to get there, by the way, that does happen sometime in May, in case you're curious. You get a million infected people, then you need 200,000 hospital beds, let's say, or 150,000 on the low end. Well, how many hospital beds are there free in America? Well, I've done the math on this already. I've talked about it for weeks. There are only 980,000 hospital beds in the entire country. On any given day, about 75% are occupied. So we're talking about fewer than a quarter million hospital beds free in America. And by the way, those are not biocontainment hospital beds. So once you factor in how many are biocontainment, that would be appropriate for the coronavirus uh, patients. Uh, that number is very, very small, fewer than 10,000 in my estimation, although I still can't find a source that tells us exactly how many, but I can't imagine it's over 10,000 of those beds across the country. It's probably like 3,000 or something, but I, I'm just going to be generous. And let's say there's 10,000, you know, just, just to be generous with that number. Well, the 10,000 beds get overrun 
in April, <laughs> by the way. So we're, we're not, we don't even make it to May if you got to have biocontainment beds. But let's just say that then nurses and doctors decide, well, we're just going to put these people in regular hospital beds. And then we, the medical staff, we will wear masks and wear gloves and we'll have personal protective equipment. Because, of course, they know that masks work, even though the Surgeon General told you that masks don't work to try to prevent you from buying them so that they can stock up. <laughs> so, so you, you're being accused of being a hoarder for buying the same gear that they, the government and the hospitals, are hoarding because that gear works. I mean, imagine that. The, the propaganda on this is outrageous. It's malicious. It's, it's criminal what they're trying to tell the American people, which is the opposite of what they themselves are doing. But in any case, sometime in May, it's, it's pointless because everybody's going to be sent home to die. And when that happens, because the hospitals are full, then infections really start to spread because nobody can successfully self-quarantine, it seems. They just infect family members and infect neighbors, and then people don't even honor the self-quarantine. They just go out to the mall like coughing and sneezing all over everything. Ah, I just needed a pair of socks. You know, they, they, they don't count that as breaking the quarantine because they said, I was only out there for 35 minutes. Well, guess what? The virus only needs five seconds. So people won't comply. It will spread like crazy. And the, the mortality rate will skyrocket. So the mortality rate of those infected goes then to 15%. <laughs> right, exactly. So you thought there were only going to be 2 million dead. That doesn't even factor in what happens when the hospital beds get overrun. You start to factor that in, those numbers start to look closer to, I mean, 10 million plus. I mean, they start to get crazy. I don't even want to say where they go. I, one of the things that I'm guilty of in all this is not telling you the full numbers that I already have calculated. And I know you can, you can condemn me for that, but I assure you, those numbers would seem uh, terrifying is not even the right word for it. Those numbers would seem impossibly apocalyptic. If I told you the real numbers, if I use, for example, in this model, if I use an R naught value of four instead of 1.82, then this model predicts many tens of millions of deaths by the summer. So it's, it's way worse than what I have in this model, by the way. Way worse. And since we still have a scenario here in America where basically nobody's being tested, or almost no one, almost no airport screening is happening that's effective. And in LA, two of the airport screeners are themselves infected. So you walk through an airport, the screener infects you. So who's screening the screeners? Well, and what if those screeners are infected? And then somebody has to screen the, the airport screening screeners. You know what I mean? It, it becomes insane. But if you follow the math on this, it does become insane. It becomes apocalyptic. It becomes, it becomes a, a, a dystopian science fiction, worst case scenario type of situation very, very quickly. And when I, I try to ask people, there's a lot of people, most people downplaying this. They just have these weird, bizarre emotional responses. Oh, it won't be that bad. Okay, how does it stop? <laughs> you ask them that. How does this stop? Nobody's got an answer for that. I've asked lots of people. How does it, you, you tell me how this stops because the virus just replicates in people's lungs and it spreads through aerosolized particles and contact surfaces and social interaction. How does this stop? You, you tell me 
genius how this thing stops. How about that? Nobody's got an answer. They just give you BS things. Oh, the government will stop it. Okay. Well, how does the government stop it? I don't know. The CDC will stop it. Okay. How does the CDC stop it when they're not testing anybody? I don't know. Okay. Uh, you tell me. Well, there'll be a vaccine. Uh, the NIH says vaccines 18 months away and it might not work. How does it stop before 18 months? I don't know. You know, it just comes down to basically people are like, I wish it stops. I, I, I don't want to think about it. Okay. Well, there you go. There's your honest answer. You don't want to think about it. Because people like that, they're going to die in large numbers. I, I, look, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. You know me. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. People are going to die in large numbers. People who are too stupid or too, I don't know, mentally fragile to embrace the truth about what's happening here. I feel sorry for them. And I've tried to wake them up for 20 years. I've tried to teach people to, to be preppers for 20 years. I've been carrying a gun since... 1997, maybe? I don't know. I've been a prepper for over 20 years, and I've been teaching preparedness. And it's all been the same the whole time. Oh, you, you tinfoil hat-wearing kooks. You think you need water. <laughs> Look, uh, yeah, have you ever tried living without it? You know? Oh, you, you got cans of food under your bed. You're, you're, a, you're a kook. <laughs> you probably heard things like that. Well, guess what? Uh, call me whatever you want, but I'll have calories and you'll be prostituting out your body for a, for a can of beans, like pork and beans. You'll be getting porked for pork and beans because you'll be so desperate and starving. How about that? You know, it, it's, not, it's not insane to be prepared. It's actually very, very smart. And I don't even, I shouldn't even mention this, but I will. What the heck? A friend of mine who runs a major online retailer of preparedness supplies. I'm not going to say his name because he didn't give me permission to, to quote him on this. He's been around the world as, we'll just say an operator. And he said, no, no, Mike, here's what you're going to see in America. You're going to see parents prostituting out their young sons and daughters for food. That's what's coming to America because, as he said, I've seen it in other countries. I've seen it. When times get desperate, parents turn their children into well, sex for hire, prostitutes. When the starvation kicks in, that's the only, quote, asset that they think they have. And I guess there's some crazy perverts out there. Well, we know there are. They're called, you know, Hollywood directors and, and high-level Democrat donors, whatever, who are pedophiles, pedophiles, and certain priests and so on. They're pedophiles. And yeah, they'll, they'll go start porking a bunch of kids, I guess, if they, if they have an opportunity. Who's that subway guy, Jared, whatever, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Pedophilia, Mr. Uh, oh, I lost 100 pounds. I started porking 14-year-old girls. What, really? What's wrong with you, man? But whatever. I, I shouldn't have gone there. I know it's, it's just the, the thought of it is just too twisted and sickening. But you're going to see that twisted side of humanity. You're going to see it. And you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna cringe. You might see it in your own neighborhood. You might have a neighbor knock on your door. And ask you if you want to have sex with their, you know, child, male or female, whatever they think you're into, in exchange for a meal. I'm not even kidding. That's that's the kind of thing that's going to happen because people aren't prepared. So all that mocking behavior and all that satire against preppers, oh, you tinfoil hat wearing people, that that's going to be over real damn quick. 
and it's going to become a tragedy, a sickening, pedophilia, twisted tragedy of desperation, starvation, and every every sick, twisted, demonic, evil human behavior that you can imagine. That's what's coming to America because nobody wants to tell the truth. And all the voices of truth, like myself, are censored. Oh, isn't that amazing? And the only official sources you get from Google and the media and everywhere else and the CDC, they're all liars. They're all criminal liars. They withheld the testing. They don't do airport screening at any sufficient level. They don't test American people who are infected. They lie, lie, lie. And this is spreading all across America. There will be millions infected and dead. And society will collapse to a large extent if we don't change course immediately. And I don't see any evidence that we're changing course because President Trump is out there saying, this is fine. It's no problem. Everybody should, should go to work to keep the stock market going, I guess. That you're going to wake up one day and this is going to magically vanish. You know, things like that. Things that are insane. Insanely uninformed, I should say. And he, yeah, he's surrounded by horrible people who have lied to him this entire time. But Trump has a responsibility to fire those people now, fire the head of the CDC, especially, and get good people who will advise him of the truth. The president needs, to, I mean, he, he should call me to the White House for God's sake. I'll tell him the way it is. But I wouldn't even travel at this point anyway, because I'm not getting on an airplane. I mean, anybody who knows what's happening is already going into at least partial bug out mode. I've already, I've had conversations with people, all traffic or air flights are banned for that person and no more restaurants. They're not even going out to eat anymore because they know how serious this thing is. And, and by the way, my own personal policy is about to go that same direction. I, I'm not flying anywhere. Soon I won't be going out to eat because restaurants are filthy. They use the same filthy dish rag on every table. They don't even rinse it out. It's just wiping that table, just spreading the same viruses and bacteria and mold table to table. I mean, you know, if you've ever worked in a restaurant, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's a Petri dish of filth. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in places where this is spreading, you can bet restaurants will be hubs of outbreaks. No question about it. All right. Thanks for listening. Check pandemic.news. We'll see you later. When it comes to prepping, you not only need good products that can help keep you alive, awake, aware, and nourished during difficult times, you also need products you can trust. At the Health Ranger store, we do extensive laboratory testing using an in-house lab that's ISO accredited. It's inspected, it's audited. It's a two-year process to even get that accreditation. We use multiple mass spec instruments, state-of-the-art science. I'm a published science author as well and a patent holder on several technologies, some of which we use variations of in our lab. The purpose of this lab is to help you make sure you get clean, foods, superfoods, storable foods for emergency preparedness and survival use. We have a certified organic lab tested, what's called Ranger Bucket collection of storable foods with some survival gear in the buckets to help you even boil water and cook those foods and so on. It's a, a fantastic product. We can barely keep it in stock even during normal times. In a crisis, we'll be wiped out of this product because it actually takes us a lot of time to make those products. But if they're in stock, you can get them now at healthrangerstore.com slash prepwithmike. In fact, go to that URL, healthrangerstore.com slash prepwithmike, and you'll see some of our 
survival and preparedness supplies, including iodine, colloidal silver products and gel first aid products, storable foods, superfoods, medicinal herbs for first aid, and much more. We have a lot of products for you to help you be self-reliant, to be safe, to survive difficult circumstances, natural disasters, and all kinds of things. If you want to get prepared, do it with us at the Health Ranger store so that you know you're getting safe, clean, laboratory-verified preparedness foods, supplements, and other related products. Again, the URL is healthrangerstore.com forward slash prep with Mike. All one word, no spaces. Prep with Mike. I'm Mike Adams. Thank you for your support. Thank you for watching. If you want to support our mission, visit us at healthrangerstore.com for the world's largest selection of lab-verified superfood and nutritional products for healthy living. It's at healthrangerstore.com. This Health Ranger Report pandemic podcast is brought to you by naturalnews.com for uncensored reporting and healthrangerstore.com for lab-tested preparedness supplies such as storable food, full-face medical masks, biostructured silver first aid gel, and iodine only while supplies last. Pandemic.news update from March 1st. History has shown us that Pandemics really wreak havoc when there's a combination of a highly transmissible virus with human movement, groups of humans gathering in one place, spreading the, the disease without adequate testing or adequate protection. For example, the Spanish flu, 1918, 1919, also involved large movements of young men in World War I, the moving of men to the front lines transportation in confined spaces, for example, rail cars, and then in barracks, and uh, very, very poor conditions allowed the virus to spread more rapidly than it would otherwise have spread. These conditions are very similar, by the way, to homeless conditions in cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, Seattle. You have drug use, needle sharing. You also have certain communities that are sharing body fluids and blood, a lot of anal sex going on. Uh, in you know west coast cities for example a lot of a lot of um, sharing of body fluids we'll just put it that way for a variety of bizarre reasons uh, these are almost perfect conditions for the spread of the virus now there's one more scenario that may also really accelerate the spread of this that i have to mention i kind of covered it in a previous podcast there is now a very real possibility that the elections in november might be suspended and that would happen because mostly liberal cities are under quarantine. So I believe that it's Democrats who would call, possibly, for the delaying of elections so that more Democrats could participate in the election. That's, that's a viable scenario at this point. Uh, there might also be an argument at the Supreme Court level or lawmakers nationwide to say, look, you've got too many cities under lockdown and you can't have remote voting because it's not secure. It's not honest. It's too much fraud. So we have to suspend the elections until this crisis has passed, and then maybe Trump declaring uh, a national medical emergency to go along with that. A state of emergency uh, could suspend the elections. Now, if that were to happen, I believe that you would immediately have left-wing lunatics, such as Antifa, taking to the streets, 
if the, the elections were suspended, this would fulfill every paranoid fantasy of the radical left. They would then believe that Trump has declared himself a dictator. They would believe that America is now, a, a, I don't know, a, an authoritarian, tyrannical regime. They might not be wrong about all that, but we'll, I'll talk about that later. I mean, medical martial law is authoritarian. I will talk about that. But they're going to believe that the left is, uh, in their minds, has to then desperately rise up in a mass uh, fight, a physical, kinetic fight against the Trump administration. That would involve large crowds of leftists gathering together in the middle of a pandemic. So there's your World War I scenario right there. That's your Spanish flu scenario, except the coronavirus spreads more easily than the Spanish flu, right? And today's cities have way more filth than we had in World War I. And in fact, the health of young people today is vastly inferior to the health of young people in 1918, 1919. So th this is a convergence of factors for a perfect storm of widespread death, devastation, apocalyptic type scenarios. The fall of America is what I'm basically describing here. Now, of course, I hope this doesn't happen. This is one scenario out of many. This may not be even the most likely scenario, but it is one that we must consider. There are other scenarios that uh, amazing galactic magic takes place. The virus vanishes overnight. Like Trump said, I think he said that one day you wake up, it'll be gone like magic. Okay, let's, let's put that scenario at the 1% uh, possibility mark. <laughs> or less. And let's just see, see if that unfolds. I, I guess we, if we're going to collect scenarios that we will call that a possibility, probably not, probably not the most likely scenario, but okay, whatever. There are many other scenarios. Uh, perhaps the quarantines are not, not that widespread. Perhaps the election continues on schedule or uh, perhaps there's a, a some mechanism for remote voting that people find a way to trust. I don't know for sure how that how that could be. I, I don't trust voting on your mobile phone. You know, the Democrats carry out so much fraud anyway that if you have remote voting, it's just going to be fraud after fraud after fraud. And that's not going to be good for anyone trusting the outcome of the election. I think a lot of these scenarios end up with a disputed election. So if Trump wins, no doubt the left will find some way to say that Trump stole it or, or Trump, they might say, put certain counties under quarantine in order to prohibit elections taking place in those counties, giving Trump a 49 state victory, let's say. And then the left will go insane and claim that Trump stole it with the Russians, of course, so they got to throw the Russians in there. But let's look on the Democrat side here. You got Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. Pretty much is it at this point, unless there's some wild card, unforeseen type of last minute addition like Hillary Clinton or, uh, I don't know, uh, Michael Obama. <clears throat> That's not a typo. Or um, Oprah or something like that. Unless there's some wild card who pops in at the last minute, this looks pretty much like a, like a Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders Democrat, you know, candidate here. And so you got to throw in 
the, the pandemic as a third candidate almost in this. Not that the pandemic is running for the election, but a third force. So it's not just a choice between, let's say it's Joe Biden, not just a choice between Biden and Trump. It's a choice between Biden and Trump with a pandemic looming over everybody. The Trump administration utterly failing to get on top of this. The Democrats having no solutions other than uh, free health care for everybody, but we don't have enough hospital beds, so go home and die. That's basically the Obamacare approach to all this. You'll have America ripping itself apart. Disease, destitution, panic, quarantines, isolation. Uh, basically, every apocalyptic scenario that you've seen in a science fiction movie will be here, or could be. We, we don't know for certain, but it, but it could be. The election is now in doubt. If you ask me two months ago, I would have said Trump has a 95% chance of winning. Today, that chance has plummeted to maybe 50-50. And if Trump continues to fail to, to get people in his administration who are willing to tell the truth about this and actually help people get prepared and, and run the diagnostic testing and have actual infectious disease surveillance as is necessary, if Trump gets on top of this now, his chances may go up to 60, 70, maybe 80%, but right now they're 50, 50, and they could plummet to zero. Trump, if, if he doesn't get on top of this, he may not even be in the White House on election day. It's that insane. The, the, the calls for him to resign are not far away if the deaths begin to mount in America. And the deaths are mounting in South Korea. The deaths are adding up in Italy. They're adding up in Iran. They're adding up, uh, you know, of course, in China, all over the world. I don't know how anybody thinks that we can just pretend that we have it under control in America, like somehow there will be no deaths here when the hospitals are getting infected now and the retirement centers are infected and the schools are infected and the quarantine centers run by the Air Force are infected. And this is spreading all over the West Coast right now. And infected people are being allowed to fly on airplanes all over the country to this day. You're, you're dreaming if you think that there will not be a wave of infections and deaths in America. You're living in, in a delusional fantasy land. And right now, it appears Trump is living there with you. <laughs> so let's hope that changes because fantasy will not solve this, this pandemic. But right now, every, everything is up in the air. Don't count on anything. The future can change overnight. The future of America, the future of our country, America may fall from this. We may not see America two years down the road or three years. America may not even resemble the America that we have today. And I've predicted that before. You've, you've heard those podcasts. So, so stay informed. Read pandemic.news. Mike Adams here, the Health Ranger. Anyway, check out those websites and, and thank you for, for listening and thank you for getting prepared. Do your part to help stop the spread of this virus. When it comes to prepping, you not only need good products that can help keep you alive, awake, aware, and nourished during difficult times, you also need products you can trust. At the Health Ranger store, we do extensive laboratory testing using an in-house lab that's ISO accredited. It's inspected, it's audited. It's a two-year process to even get that accreditation. We use multiple mass spec instruments, state-of-the-art science. I'm a published science author as well and a patent holder on several technologies, some of which we use variations of in our lab. The purpose of this lab is to help you make sure you get clean foods, superfoods, storable foods for emergency preparedness and survival use. We have a certified organic lab-tested, what's called Ranger Bucket collection of storable foods 
with some survival gear in the buckets to help you even boil water and cook those foods and so on. It's a, a fantastic product. We can barely keep it in stock even during normal times. In a crisis, we'll be wiped out of this product because it actually takes us a lot of time to make those products. But if they're in stock, you can get them now at healthrangerstore.com slash prepwithmike. In fact, go to that URL, healthrangerstore.com slash prepwithmike, and you'll see some of our survival and preparedness supplies, including iodine, colloidal silver products and gel first aid products, storable foods, superfoods, medicinal herbs for first aid, and much more. We have a lot of products for you to help you be self-reliant, to be safe, to survive difficult circumstances, natural disasters, and all kinds of things. If you want to get prepared, do it with us at the Health Ranger store so that you know you're getting safe, clean, laboratory-verified preparedness foods, supplements, and other related products. Again, the URL is healthrangerstore.com forward slash prep with Mike. All one word, no spaces. Prep with Mike. I'm Mike Adams. Thank you for your support. Thank you for watching. If you want to support our mission, visit us at healthrangerstore.com for the world's largest selection of lab-verified superfood and nutritional products for healthy living. It's at healthrangerstore.com. <laughs>